In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, cleanse my heart and my lips, Almighty God, that I may proclaim your gospel worthily. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Some Pharisees approached Jesus, and to test him they said, Is it against the law for a man to divorce his wife on any pretext whatever? He answered, Have you not read that the Creator from the beginning made them male and female, and that he said, This is why a man must leave father and mother, and cling to his wife, and the two become one body? They are no longer two, therefore, but one body. So then, what God has united, man must not divide. They said to him, Then why did Moses command that a writ of dismissal should be given in cases of divorce? It was because you were so unteachable, he said, that Moses allowed you to divorce your wives. But it was not like this from the beginning. Now I say this to you. The man who divorces his wife, I am not speaking of fornication, and marries another, is guilty of adultery. The disciples said to him, If that is how things are between husband and wife, it is not advisable to marry. But he replied, It is not everyone who can accept what I have said, but only those to whom it is granted. There are eunuchs born that way from their mother's womb. There are eunuchs made so by men, and there are eunuchs who have made themselves that way for the sake of the kingdom of heaven. Let anyone accept this who can. The Gospel of the Lord The significance of having just one pair of parents right from the very beginning of time, rather than being descended from many pairs of parents, is often lost upon us. It is important to remember that only one man and one woman existed in the beginning. God did not create a group of males and females who could pick and choose mates as it suited them. There was no provision or even possibility for multiple or alternate spouses. Only one man and one woman existed in the beginning. For that very obvious reason, divorce and remarriage were not options in the divine plan for man. Our Lord also adds, This is why a man must leave father and mother and cling to his wife, and the two become one body. Now this is a strange thing to say if the statement is applied solely to Adam and Eve, who are the first humans to be created. Since Adam and Eve had no parents to leave, the leaving of father and mother was a principle to be projected into and applied to all future generations. The permanence of marriage is not a concept that is just limited to a particular time or culture, but is applicable for all ages and in all cultures. Marriage, as God has always intended it to be, involves the total commitment and consecration of husbands and wives to each other, and to Him as the divine author of their union and witness to their covenant. The greatest honour of the marriage is that it proclaims to the world as a symbol of the union between Christ and his own blessed church. As Christ would never abandon or separate himself from his bride, the church, so a man can never be separated from his wife. Our Lord clarified that when a man and a woman are joined in marriage, they are no longer two, therefore, but one body. They are indivisible and inseparable 
except through death. In God's eyes, the two literally become one. When a couple have a child, that child becomes the perfect demonstration of their oneness since he or she is a unique reflection of the fusion of two people into one flesh. From the very first marriage, that of Adam and Eve, God has joined together every husband and wife. Marriage is first of all God's institution and God's doing, regardless of how men may corrupt it, and deny or disregard his part in it. Whether it is entered into wisely or foolishly, sincerely or insincerely, selfishly or unselfishly, with great or little commitment, God's design for every marriage is that it be permanent until the death of one of the spouses. Therefore, to destroy a marriage is to destroy a creation of Almighty God and disrupt His plan of salvation. If the whole world can muster and focus its resources to find a solution to a virus, the Church and every one of us must do all we can to save marriages and to ensure that couples remain faithful to this permanent bond instituted by God, because what God has united, man must not divide. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.